Oh, I am so happy that you're here. I'm so happy to be here myself. I am trying out a little something different right now with my mic system. Uh, I'm using a lapel versus a microphone. So we'll see what this audio is like. I hope that it's sounding great for you. If you have any feedback or any suggestions, I always welcome them. You'll find my email address in the show notes. And I am truly, truly so appreciative of the time that you are spending for yourself to check in, to be with me and to open yourself up to more, to life with ease, to life with better balance, to life that feels good. Because isn't that what we're all here for? That is what I'm here for. I'm here for all the good stuff. And that doesn't mean that bad things don't happen. That doesn't mean that I am not grouchy. That doesn't mean that I don't have moments. Sometimes the moments are a little bit more than a moment. But what always brings me back, what always helps me to regain that sense of purpose, reconnect with myself, just reset and feel refreshed is my gratitude practice. That sense of being thankful for everything that I have at this exact moment in time, things that have happened that were wonderful, things that I'm looking forward to that I am creating in the most amazing sense in my imagination. And those hard and steadfast, you know, the the tactile and the very objective things that when I look around my world right now, I can say, geez, Louise, this is great. I am so grateful. And so that is the topic of today's podcast is making gratitude a habit, making a daily practice where, you know what, we're not carving out multiple hours or having to rejig our entire schedule, but we are finding very quiet moments, seconds, even literally seconds to pause and say, thank you. So in this episode, uh, where I am, we are leading into Thanksgiving weekend. I am in Canada. So we celebrate Thanksgiving in October But because we are going to be making gratitude a habit, it really doesn't matter when you're listening to this. It doesn't matter if you celebrate Thanksgiving in October, in November. Um, I actually just saw some some friends who were celebrating um, at the end of September. They were there in Austria, I believe. So whenever you are listening is the perfect time to add something new, to create a, a practice, or just to remember how important gratitude is. So in this episode, I am going to not go into the the nitty gritty science and the details, but I want to just touch upon it because this is not just loosey goosey, lolly flolly stuff. This is actual real data driven scientific facts that practicing gratitude will help you in your life. So we'll, we'll touch on that. A quick Google search on your end, you're going to find lots of great research and great findings as well, but we will touch on it. And I would like to share five ways that you can incorporate small ways to feel more grateful, to practice gratitude on a daily basis. 
some which include a solitary practice, some that involves the whole family, some that involves, you know, others. So without further ado, let's just hop right into it. Let's get started with making gratitude a habit. Welcome to the Juggle is Real podcast. I'm your host, Andreana Gonko. A few years ago, burnout nearly cost me that happy, fulfilled life that I'd always dreamed of. Every day left me feeling overwhelmed with stress at work, at home, and just with life in general. I felt like I was constantly running and couldn't catch my breath. So I embarked on a journey of finding better balance, of learning how to prioritize my own needs, of shifting my mindset to live with more ease and balance, of learning how to do more without the pressure of doing it all. And I discovered that letting go of the need for a perfect life opened up opportunities to bring in more joy. So I am sharing my experience and my learnings with you so that you don't have to struggle. I wanna show by example how liberating and empowering it can be to silence expectations to learn how to live through the chaos of work and family with grace, joy, and ease. So what do you think? Are you with me? Let's get started. Okay, my dear, dear, dear friends and listeners, this is, this is a time to be thankful. And I know I said, it does not matter when you are hearing this, But if you are like me and you're heading into the Thanksgiving long weekend, we're in this time where the mornings are perhaps a little bit frosty, um, the leaves are turning, and we're seeing this beautiful, colorful foliage. And it is sweater weather, my friends. We are putting on the layers, we are taking out and we are getting new, new scarves and sweaters vests and boots and all the lovely items that come with the autumn season. And for myself, I'm gearing up for Thanksgiving. And of course, that is synonymous with having time with family, enjoying lots of delicious food, and like the name suggests, feeling thankful. And so we all have different practices that we put into place in our family you know, before we dig into that delicious, um, beautiful Thanksgiving meal and that, you know, coma inducing fast every year, the tradition for our family is to go around the table and we share what we are most thankful for that year. And I will say that sometimes we're all in tears. Sometimes we're laughing. Sometimes we're laughing through our tears and like, it's beautiful. It is a beautiful, beautiful, um, tradition that we have started, that we continue. And it's really nice to hear from your loved ones, from your family members and recognize all of the blessings that we have year after year. And you know what, this tradition only happens once a year. Maybe we, maybe we are going to start it around the, the, the holiday season for, for Christmas and everything. But when we're going to extend gratitude, we can certainly do this more than once a year. These fuzzy feelings of, you know, feeling thankful, they don't always last, right? But it really begs the question, like, why are we only doing this once a year? Or how can we just recognize what we should 
what we should be looking towards, what we're thankful for doing this more often. And I can admit to complaining. I'm sure you can too. A lot of the time it is easier to vent about the things that don't feel right or what is super annoying, what is bugging the crap out of you at any given moment. And I, you know what, talking about your feelings is a good thing venting, letting out those, those angry feelings or frustration is a good thing, but constantly narrowing in on the negative really just snowballs into more crappy consequences. So you probably know someone who has a very pessimistic attitude, someone who no matter what, it could be the most beautiful day and you're celebrating something wonderful and everything could be going right. But that one person still has something to complain about. And I don't know about you, but I don't, I I try to stay away from the people that I know who are like this. I, I try to limit it as much as possible when we are constantly thinking to the bad, we are fueling that fire. We are creating more bad. If that's all we're thinking about, we are creating pathways in our brain that, that we will then continuously turn to. And it it is a neurological um, process. If we are more comfortable, those pathways are going to be stronger. And unfortunately, this pessimistic attitude, these negative thoughts over and over repeatedly, well, It can have some bad health consequences, things like chronic stress, a weakened immune system, and some research even shows that a negative attitude can be a cause of heart disease. So before I move on, I'm not saying that we have to be happy-go-lucky all the time and pretending that things are great when they're not. I am definitely guilty of jumping on the negativity bandwagon myself. There are times when, you know what, the kids are up early in the morning, there's meltdowns happening, they're getting into things. My toddler is, he is in that curious phase where he is learning new things. And so, you know, within a 15 minute time span, he could be getting into cupboards, the garbage, opening the dishwasher while it's still running, getting soaking wet, filled with garbage, spilling out food from the freezer and then running around the house. So like, trust me when I say that I would love to just get caught up in a negative spiral, sometimes even before like the sun comes up, but I am really making an effort And through my gratitude practice, I have found it so much easier to embrace the things that, that are, you know, coming to me, sometimes laugh about what is happening. Like just in that situation that literally just happened this morning with Zach roll with it. And sometimes I'm taking a picture and sharing it with others, like to laugh about it, because at the end of the day, my family is safe. We are healthy. And my sweet, inquisitive little dudes are really one of the best things to ever happen to me. So I am lucky and I'm grateful to be in the position I'm in. 
even when I'm a hot mess, even when the house is completely upside down, even when there's a lot on the go, I'm trying to meet deadlines and I'm feeling overwhelmed. When I can stop and pause and reflect on all of the blessings around me, I promise I am feeling so much better equipped to manage and deal with what's happening. So I know we touched upon this earlier in the introduction and talking about some of those benefits of gratitude. And you probably know a lot of the benefits of gratitude already. The truth is that bad things happen to all of us every day. If you turn on the news, you're seeing that there are, you know, environmental catastrophes. There are tragedies. There are things that are happening that are just straight up bad. But the really, really great thing is that no matter what's happening around us, we don't have to be happy all of the time to be able to experience gratitude. And in fact, the more that we acknowledge the things that we are grateful for, and this is the kicker, the happier we're going to be, right? So no, we're not going to be happy 100% of the time, but the more that we can feel grateful for what's going on and, and those things that we can actually grasp onto, we will be happier. Okay. So I'm going to go over a few little stats and things and, you know, do your own Google searching and do your own research. Absolutely. If we look to Harvard health publishing and Laura, um, and I'm going to butcher this, this last name. And I apologize, Dr. Laura Kubzanski. She's a professor of social and behavioral science at the Harvard TH Chan school of public health. According to Dr. Laura, emotional vitality that is characterized by enthusiasm, hopefulness, engagement in life, and the ability to face life stresses with emotional balance is associated with a substantially reduced risk of heart attack and stroke. So we're going back to the direct health benefits to feeling happy and grateful. Okay. So Here's another, another stat to throw at you, um, or another quote, I should say, um, because we often talk about the consequences to bad actions, but there are some really positive consequences to practicing gratitude. So it can help us to feel those positive emotions, relish in the good experiences that we have and that we're having, improve our health, deal with adversity. So we're better equipped and better able to manage what's going on, even if they're sucky, when we are regularly practicing gratitude and we can build stronger relationships. Okay. So, um, Dr. Kristen Francis, who is a psychiatrist at the Huntsman Mental Health Institute says that expressing gratitude can positively change your brain. Okay. The brain. So this is this is scientific proof that she has. So when we are 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 thinking to the items, the things, the experiences that we are thankful for, we're boosting dopamine and serotonin. So these are neurotransmitters in the brain that improve your mood immediately. Okay, this stuff is quick and it gives you those positive feelings of pleasure, of happiness, of that overall sense of well being. So, 
we want to, I mean, I don't know about you. I, I like feeling good. I like feeling happy. I like feeling pleasure. So if I know that by doing something that is so simple, so easy, and so quick to get these boosts to my brain, and I'm doing it from something that's really going to benefit me. I mean, I feel like I'm all in on this. I don't know about you. I feel like it's one of those, those like, if you're not doing it, let's get on the bandwagon, right? So um, one more little brain thing here is that, that gratitude causes synchronized activation in multiple brain regions, okay? So those regions in your brain, they light up parts of the brain's reward pathways of the hypothalamus. And this is a lot for me. I'm not like a sciencey type person, but if you are, drink this up, okay? So when we practice gratitude, we're boosting the neurotransmitter serotonin. We're activating the brainstem to produce dopamine, okay? We're taking these neurotransmitters and we are very literally physically creating happiness, those positive feelings of well-being and pleasure and just feeling good. Okay. So there are definite immediate benefits of gratitude. So I'm not saying, okay, we got to, you know, practice gratitude and it's going to take us the next 90 days. And, you know, we have to do it for multiple hours a day. And if you do it for three months, then you might start to feel good. This is something that is actionable immediately. So on that note, how can we make gratitude a habit when we're just doing it and we're not even thinking about it necessarily? It is just part of our everyday routines and we are finding moments and it doesn't have to be at set times or in certain places or with certain people or in a certain chair, whatever. We can do this throughout the day in multiple ways that are easy and really effective. So here are some some suggestions. Here are some ways that maybe um, can be helpful to you in, in practicing gratitude on a daily basis, maybe making it a monthly um, routine with certain items, getting your whole family involved. I mean, starting a, a gratitude practice with our children when they're young, I feel like is only going to set them up for so much success as they encounter things that aren't great in their lives, as they are, are facing challenges, as they are getting older and, and perhaps we're not with them all the time. When we can instill this practice within them, we're setting them up for so many benefits later down the road. So the first way to practice gratitude, and, and this is one that I talk about often, I am a big fan of, and a big proponent of writing out gratitude. And in my, in my um, initial stages in overcoming burnout in 2018, starting a gratitude practice through journaling was one of the most pivotal, when I look back, like one of the most important things that I did that really pulled me out and created space for me so that I could see the bigger picture, so that I could separate myself from how I was feeling physically and mentally and really just land me in a physical place where I could remember 
and feel those feelings of how I wanted to feel more than I had been. So um, writing can be a really spiritual practice. And, you know, some of us prefer to type. Some of us prefer to, you know, jot notes in our phone. Um, I find that literally pen to paper, that is the best way for me to, to really connect. It is, it takes me a little bit longer to physically write something out than it would to, to type it or, you know, to, to insert voice notes in my phone. So, um, having a journal, having scrap paper, having legit tiny little post-it notes, take a few minutes a day. I like to do it in the morning when I first wake up, but whatever works for you, just jot down some of that good stuff. It can be as simple as five things that you're grateful for in that very moment. Moment, You can think of things that are happening to you that day. I know some people who really love to do this before bed because it's something that they can really, you know, send themselves off to a, a, a really peaceful and calm sleep, knowing that they are bringing themselves into that place of gratitude right before bed. So what can you be grateful for? What can you write down those positive points about the good stuff? And I recommend, especially if you're new to this, especially if you are, you know, have stepped away or, or, or you want to make gratitude a habit, don't overthink it. I literally start by, by taking a deep breath and just whatever comes to me. Often it is the hot cup of coffee that I'm sipping. What am I grateful for today? my hot cup of coffee that gets the ball rolling. I look out the window. I see the beautiful trees in my backyard. I look around me. I'm seeing perhaps I'm cozied up in a blanket or I have slippers on that I love, or I'm, I'm in a, in a robe. And again, I do all this in the morning. So this is what, what I see in the morning, but then from, from looking to those very simple and basic tactile things, it really just grows. And I say, start with five things, but I think that you'll see that, you know, it really snowballs. Um, another thing that you can do is to put a timer on and it can be a few minutes. You know, I, I like to, to do like a five minute gratitude run or a seven minute gratitude run where it's like, okay, let's write a list. What am I grateful for right now? And go. And I literally am like one coffee, two you know, anything, this pen that is helping me write, but it goes into those bigger things. So make a note of it. My first, first way to create that habit of gratitude. Number two, and, and this really ties into my 30 days for me programming. And, um, you know, it, it looks to one of those pillars of well-being, which is to grow, to nurture, to nourish, to move and to discard. And for me, nature can really be tied into all of these pillars. But my second tip for making gratitude a practice is to look outside. And if you can get outside, to take in the beauty that surrounds you, to take a deep breath, even if you're in an urban area where there's not a lot of trees or nature around you, take a breath and just take in what is happening and all of the things that are around you. 
Um, spending even a short amount of time outside can really, it's the same thing, the, the pathways in our brain. Being outside is a very spiritual practice because we are beings that have evolved from being in nature, right? So the more that you can, you know, even get to a park on your lunch break or get into your backyard or take a walk around the block, going for a hike on the weekend, being outside can really boost those serotonin levels, can reduce stress and can make us feel good. And these are all things that we can be grateful for, right? So um, the fall when, while we're recording is this beautiful time to experience nature, to get on trails, to um, see what's happening around us. I, I can see red leaves and just immediately feel so connected to to nature I, I sometimes i just literally have to put my hand on my heart and just stop and just take it in and take that moment to just be grateful for what is around you so tip number two to make gratitude a habit get outside and and as you are out there if you're you know exercising or if you're moving your body or even if you're going from you know carpooling your kids take in what's around you and take those moments to just look around even if it's a giant skyscraper like to be grateful for the infrastructure that's around you for the the things that people have built and and the the architects and the engineers and you know even if you're in traffic like who is constructing these roadways and 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 everything that is around you just be grateful for what you're what you're doing and um, being outside. Number three, my number, my third way to make gratitude a habit is to stop. And this goes again hand in hand with everything that I talk about within those those five pillars of well-being taking a breather, pausing, even for a few moments, helps us to bring in more calm. And I find that often we get wrapped up in the hustle and the bustle, in the go, 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 in our busy schedules, that we feel that we we have nothing, we have no time, we're late already, we can't, you know, we can't stop or do anything for ourselves because we're so busy. However, in my experience, in the research that I've read, the data shows that even small, brief, I'm talking 30 seconds to 60 seconds of stopping and pausing and breathing helps us to feel better suited, better able and more calm as we move on to the next parts of our day. Okay, so even the most hectic days can feel better when we stop. It's great to reset and put into perspective what really is important. So for me, yoga and meditation really helps with my gratitude practice because these are, are, are times when I do have to stop. Even, you know, the yoga practice that I do, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm holding poses or I'm stretching or I'm laying in a, a Shavasana position. And even in those short practices, I'm breathing, I'm pausing, and I am grateful for those moments. 
So if you only have a few minutes, I feel you, I get you like take two minutes of your time and try this exercise, close your eyes and take five deep breaths. Okay. Within with each inhale, picture yourself getting brighter, choose your favorite color, filling up with joy and love. Okay. So on the inhale, you're taking that all in. You're getting brighter. You're, 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 the energy around you is that favorite color of yours. You feel love and you enjoy coming in within every inhale. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do it as I explain it. I'm getting right into the Zen feeling as you exhale, take any negative thoughts, take stress, take pain in your body, take worries, doubt, and push them out of your body, push them out of your mind with that breath as you exhale. Okay. So we breathe in, we breathe in brightness, we breathe in light, we breathe in love, and we exhale negative thoughts, pain, worries, doubt, lack, scarcity, and we're pushing it out with our breath. And you might want to Google how to really take those really nice deep belly breaths if you're not familiar, but literally five of these, inhale and exhale, nice and slow. You're going to be a new person on the end of those five breaths. It might take you two minutes, but it's going to be so worth it to start feeling that lightness, that brightness, that love, that gratitude and release all that crap that doesn't matter. So number three on my five ways to make gratitude a habit to take a breath, take a breather. Number four, and I promised ways that we can incorporate the whole family. So gosh, I mean, just sometimes spending time with our loved ones, with our friends, with our family, with our pets, our furry loved ones. It really helps us to just reset and remember what life is all about. The opportunities that we give ourselves to live and learn with others, well, they can yield some of those best experiences and memories that will stay with us forever. And I know kids have tantrums or grouchy sometimes, but getting in the, those the, that quality time where you're really being conscious of the time you're spending can really be helpful. So sharing feelings of gratitude can help us spread that love even further, can make you and your, your loved ones feel great. So don't be shy. And I encourage you, like sometimes all it takes is to tell someone how thankful you are for that help that they provided, how happy you are that they're in your life, how cool that how cool it was when they you know picked your kid up at school or you know they they brought you that coffee or they are you know thinking of you and sending you that that text message that really just made you feel great they tagged you in that meme that was hilarious that brought a smile to your face letting others know how grateful you are for them is only going to make you feel grateful as well it's going to make you remember so feel free Maybe once a day, do a check-in. Every Friday, do that pause and tell someone that you're thankful for something that happened that week. 
Um, here are some family fun ideas that that work in our house that we that we do some things that you might want to look to to get family members, friends, loved ones involved. And you could do this personally. You can do this individually as well. Um, but here's one: make a a family or a personal gratitude jar. So you can get crafty. I'm not super Pinterest mom, but you can, you know, decorate a mason jar, grab an old vase, um, you know, pick up an old shoe box even and, you know, color on it, have your kids get involved, make it look nice, make it feel good to, to, to look at or to, to work with, and then fill it with notes about what you are most grateful for. Okay, so this is something you could do every morning or every day, um, something you could do with the family, put as many in as possible or, or, you know, slowly add to it on a daily basis. But then when, when times get tough, when you're feeling grouchy, when someone in your house is not happy or there's a, a, you know, a fight between siblings, you grab your gratitude jar, you or you, one of your kids, someone can pull out one or a few of those, those little notes that you put in and read them aloud to remember how much there is to be thankful for. Okay. Sometimes seeing it in our kids' writing or remembering moments, experiences, things, you know, you could do this seasonally, you know, what was I most thankful for over the summer? What am I most thankful for in the fall? Having those memories going back and remembering really helps to put you in a different place. Okay. Another way you can get the family involved, get everyone on the same page, start a practice of gratitude with your loved ones is to go on a gratitude scavenger hunt. Okay. So this also is, you know, bonus marks if you're going outside too, because you're hitting on two of the five ways to make gratitude a habit, but with your kids start by asking them to find things that they're thankful for. Okay. So, you know, you can have themed lists or, you know, you can make it random, whatever that, you know, whatever works for you, don't make it too complicated. Things that are easy often work best. So find something that tastes good. So have them go into the kitchen, um, something that is fun to play with. So have them pull out one of their favorite toys, something that keeps them safe, something in their favorite color, something, you know, that, you know, um, you know, things in nature. So they're a favorite leaf or a fun shaped rock, things that they can look to in their surroundings. And you're going to participate in this as well, but things that you're thankful for. So you might not feel so grateful that your kids have all these toys that are on the floor that you've tripped on, that you stepped on, or that you're constantly tidying. But remembering the purpose of these items, remembering how cute it is that, you know, purple is their favorite color today and tomorrow it's going to be orange and the next day it's going to be green and finding those items, you know, it's a great learning activity, but then having everyone explain what it is that they're thankful about within whatever those themes are, those lists, again, brings everyone together, boosting those feelings of happiness and gratitude and togetherness. Okay. So that is uh, my tip number four to make gratitude a habit, you know, get the family involved. And last, but certainly not least, um, my final tip for making gratitude a habit is to pay it forward. Okay, so 
um, helping others, doing things for other people, doing something for the greater good of society, whether that's um, humankind, our environment, um, those who are less fortunate, paying it forward in simple and grand gestures really helps to make you feel gratitude feel grateful for what you have and expressing that gratefulness to those around you it's going to it's going to snowball and you're and by making others happy you're going to feel happier inside so pay for someone's coffee volunteer to make an impact in your community give what you can to those who need it and these small gestures really do go a long way helping others makes you feel good, gives you a greater sense of purpose. And in turn, that really helps you too. It always comes full circle. I mean, karma, whether you believe it or not, I feel that the more we can put out into the world that is positive and loving and caring, the more we're going to notice those good things out there, the more we're going to receive them for ourselves. So um, one quick example, one thing that that I will be looking to this season as a way to pay it forward is a charity advent calendar full of good deeds. It is a really cool concept. And this is um, the um, charity advent calendar. I believe you can only get this in Canada. So uh, my apologies if you're not in Canada, Um, but this this, um, organization allows donors to um, take delight in 24 good deeds. So instead of pulling out chocolates in your advent calendar or toys in an advent calendar, This is a calendar that when you purchase it, you are donating to 24 charities, not-for-profits, organizations that are doing good things for others, okay? So in each day um, in December that you are pulling off this this piece of your advent calendar, you're seeing what good you're contributing to in the world. So behind each Day is a donor, and there's a project that is made possible for a Canadian charity. So with as little as $24, these donors can, you hopefully, and me, we're supporting 24 projects that are local and global with a focus on healthcare, uh, nutrition, the environment, education, and nature. So it really spans everything. Okay, so I'm going to include a link in the show notes for this episode, but um, the the URL is 24gooddeeds.ca. If you want to check it out, you can um, um, purchase your advent calendar now. It is a donation. Um, So this is this is how it works. You donate online. Okay, so as little as twenty four dollars, you can receive a calendar for yourself, for your friends, for your family, for your kids. You can send it as gifts. So if you are trying to find a gift for someone who's very hard to, to shop for, or if you are as an organization, as you know your business, you're trying to do something good and you're not sure where to donate, perhaps you can get some advent calendars for your team, for your staff, for your patrons. And through this donation, you're helping so many. You're opening the doors 
literally with each day that you open another day on the advent calendar leading up to Christmas, you'll see what that donation is really helping to achieve. Each day, there's a different charity project that you're supporting. So it's really like one good deed per day that you are helping to, to really create and make change happen around the world. So 24goodeeds.ca is the URL. I'm going to put some links in the show notes for this episode. So feel free to click through and and you can do that online donation right away through there. Make it easy, make it fast and feel good knowing that you are helping so many others. Um, So tip number five for making gratitude a habit is to pay it forward. Um, and you can do this in easy ways, like a monthly donation. Um, we, we donate to some charities that, so it literally just comes out of our bank account every month. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to look to large lump sums at any time in the year, but there's this small little pockets. And so when I see that, that those funds come out, when I receive emails from the charitable organizations, I'm just reminded of the help that we are, 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 um, giving the small ways that we are sharing. And I'm just so grateful that we have the opportunity, the ability and, and the, the practice of doing good for other people. So that's tip number five. And that pretty much sums things up. So I guess in closing, I mean, life It's not perfect, no matter how much social media makes it seem like it is, right? When we're scrolling, when we're looking to other feeds, but while life is not perfect, it is filled with so much goodness, so many amazing things. So being able to point out the positives in the people that we're looking to in situations that are happening around us. I mean, ultimately it is helping us to lead happier, more fulfilling, just overall better lives. So I hope that you can take some time to feel grateful and express your gratitude, making it a habit every single day in small ways, not just for Thanksgiving, but all the time. I send my love to you. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you were grateful for the time that we've spent together in making a gratitude practice and making this habitual, can you do me a favor? Pay it forward by writing a review, rating this episode, sharing this with a friend, helping others see this content, seek out this content, know that it's worth listening to. It would be so so amazing for you to do that i would be so appreciative and so grateful i already am so grateful for you for taking this time if you have anything that you want to share with me if there's a gratitude practice that has been really helpful for you that you would like me to share send me a dm you can find me on instagram my handle is andriana g and that is a n d r y a n n a g You can also send me an email. My email is in the show notes for this episode. You can send me a DM on Instagram. And you know what I would love to? In this community, 
for you to be part of our mailing list where I send love notes to you, where I send important information, offers that I am um, really excited about and, you know, the new podcasts and new things that are happening over with The Juggle is Real. You can find that link in the show notes as well. You can head to my website, which is andriana.com and you can tap into this community of beautiful people, a lot of us working moms who are striving to create better balance by creating space and living a life of gratitude, of love, and of happiness. So I hope to see you on the mailing list and I hope to see you here next time for another episode of the Juggle Israel podcast. Until then, take good care.